<laughs> if someone had told you that 15 minutes before this hearing started, you would have said, you know, you'd watch too many movies. I think what the committee has done with today's hearing is they have taken it closer and closer to seditious conspiracy. What people are going to take away from this is that image inside the beast, which is what they call the presidential limousine. Oh, God. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Watch out! Don't, don't fall! Oh. It's a little slippery here. Is that, that see little, how you are. You're on a wet spot right there. Don't fall on the wet uh, spot. My ass hurts. Okay, uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that, that some more. <laughs> I was telling you, Don, that this was going to happen. I told you this was going to happen. Somebody has uh, the Jesus take the wheel meme of the girl with her hands in the air, you know, praising. And they crossed out Jesus and put Trump take the wheel. Oh, come on. You knew that was going to happen. Oh, come on. So if, you, uh, if you're a thinking person and you think for yourself, you kind of know the inside of the beast. You can't grab the steering wheel. He's in the far back seat. How, how, how the hell would he? <laughs> how the hell would he get all the way up there to... To grab the wheel. I'm hearing this going. It doesn't make any sense, no, man. he can't reach up there, and he's not going to get up. He can't get he's up gonna, and get up there. He's going to get up there and crawl all that way. He can't. He's got they have oh, four right. seats. It, it's it's like the, the driver is sealed off. Right. Yeah. It's it's, it's a partition. You're, right. The driver he he's can't grabbing the wheel. He can't touch the wheel, and it's he can't an touch the driver. Idea anyway. What, what, so let's say he grabbed the wheel. What was he going to do? Right. <laughs> I'm going to take it over to the Capitol. He's like, I know. I'm crazy, Trump. Yeah. And so the guy who was driving the car, this Engel guy, yeah. so didn't happen. I'll go under oath. Right. I'm going to go under oath, and I'll tell you, it didn't happen. As soon as she wrapped up, man, uh, uh, they were already coming out. And even the driver was like, no, nope, that didn't happen. Right. That was him. And then oh, you had the other right. guy that said, uh, she said he told me that you know, this is like hearsay after hearsay. All right. And she said, well, this uh, other guy, this or, or Tony Ornathy or whatever his name is, that he told me this. It happened. And he, he comes out last night and says, no, I'll go under oath. I never told her that. <laughs> But man, she sure is pretty, isn't she? Well, Doesn't she look good on TV? But see, you heard the, what they all went with CNN, man. Oh, yeah. you, you had Wolf saying, "There, you, there, you have it, man. The president was trying to kill a Secret Service agent. Oh, come on, was going to kill the Secret Service agent with his bare hand." Right. Even Fox News was kind of rolling with it for a little while. Oh, there. Brett I mean, Bear fell for it totally. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. That, that, said, that is the dumbest story I've ever heard in my life. Can you believe it? I mean, I'm no brainiac. I'm just a simple cave dweller. But I heard that the first time, and I'm like, oh, come on, man. Well, first of all, we're a year and a half into this deal. You're just now hearing about right. this? It's on. just you now coming out? that a long time ago, <laughs> if that actually happened. Give me a break, man. We're not idiots. Well, some of the people that vote for you guys are. Yeah, it's true. And they'll swallow this completely. I'm sure the view will be like, he's a psychopath. He oh, should have never been president. You know what the girls are going to say on the view this morning. You know, he's grabbing a wheel of the car. He could have caused a major crash. He could have killed a bunch oh, of... How many people could have... And, and, in fact, he can't even get to the driver's compartment. No. It's like he's riding in an airplane and the right. pilots are in that thing up there. But, you know, the truth doesn't matter, well, right? Nobody's, nobody gives a crap about these hearings anyway. Well, the, the media does. And the, the reason the media does is because this president that's sitting now is destroying the country. And, right. and, and people are dying in Texas in a, in a truck right. due to his policies. So absolutely they are. So they don't want to talk about that. But they really think this will do it. And it's I don't think the viewership, didn't John just say the viewership is not is pretty crappy? Oh, nobody's nobody's really watching. sitting and watching this? Well, and that's why they did this, is because they had nothing. And they said, well, we got to find something. Look, I believe, she was under oath, I believe when all these guys come and they testify as to what really happened and all that, and none of this happened, she's committed perjury. Well, I, want her, she, I want her tried. She has. She has it, or she's under oath. It is, a, it is a hearing. It's not a trial, but it's a hearing. And if she put her hand in the air and s swore to tell the truth, and this comes out uh, that it's not, but you know what? She won't. They, they won't prosecute her. No. Where's the nope. leaker? Did, did we ever find out who the leaker exactly is? Exactly right. Whatever happened to that person? The Supreme Court leaker doesn't exist, does it? No, that person just sort of went away. And man. they're gone. They're gone. They're they're like a phantom. Right. So anyway, uh, that was the exciting day yesterday. Uh, meanwhile, you know, the world <laughs> burns down around here. you got 51 dead in a truck. Now 51, yeah, yeah. And um, and uh, Mayorkas is blaming the cartels. It's all the cartels. We can't do anything about that. You know, but they'd already been through a checkpoint to get into this country. Oh, no, and they covered themselves with steak sauce. With steak sauce. They spread steak sauce all over themselves <laughs> so they could get in here. And uh, that happens every day. There's guys right. riding up and down right now as we speak. Right up on top. You know, and even the paper had to admit it. Uh, what I've been saying for a long time: I-35 goes this way, I-10 goes that way. Right. So everything flows through San Antonio. Right. So if you really want to stop this, you just set up a checkpoint right here. 
And these trucks, as they come through, bam, bam, well, bam. we're essentially a sanctuary city with the way these people are treated when they get here. I heard all that stuff about the chief. We're essentially a sanctuary city. And look, you don't think word gets out about that? Of course it does. That That's like wildfire, man. Yeah. Don't just get to San Antonio and you'll be fine. Well, and, and okay, as an, and we'll talk about the chief thing here in a little while, but as an example, when you have the President of the United States dismantling all the controls on the border that Donald Trump had put into right. place, right? And you have people on the other side during the Trump administration saying, I'm going to wait till Trump's gone because I can't get across now. So we know right. what he was doing was effective. And then encouraging them to come. Well, the cartels, they rely on a porous border. It's got to be porous. And they also rely on the president being their recruiter. Right. And he is. Because, you know, the cartels, in, in a sense, they, they just do what a cartel does, man, which is make money. And if they can make money carting people across that border, they will do it. Okay? It's like a shark. they got to swim to eat. So knowing that's who they are, they knew exactly what was going to happen when they opened up the border. They knew exactly. They knew truckloads of people were going to start running across the border. This is all on purpose. So think about that. Well, sorry, there's 51 votes there you just lost. Right. Sucks for you. That's right. But their biggest recruiter, the cartel's biggest recruiter for this... It's Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because he's the one that has collapsed the border policies, right? Here's Karine Jean-Pierre saying, oh, no, the border is closed. No, it's not. Where? Yeah. <laughs> right. The Canadian border? Exactly. So, And, and what I, I had said yesterday about they're going to use this to try to push for open borders, that's exactly what she was doing yesterday. Well, yeah, yeah. But, again, it's it's not because they care about the dreamers or people looking to find a better life or escape oppression, their votes. Their votes, champ. That's all it is. That's all. It's that cheap. It is that cheap, and you know what else it is. And, and this is uh, because, you know, the death of 51 people to somebody like Joe Biden and the others in the administration, that's collateral damage. It's not a big deal. Uh, you know, it's broken glass. Yeah, hey, not a big stuff deal. happens. So it's votes, like you say, and it's also genning up the base because his extreme left base wants an open border down there and he's serving them exactly what they want here's the open well, border. yeah 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 he is i mean in that sense but he's he's been kowtowing to that side of things for a long time oh yeah the, and they're the extreme yeah folks they're the ones out there in the fringe they're the pronoun mm-hmm. people <laughs> so you got people dying there you know, yeah you got an economy that is collapsing in on itself right, right. because of of super high inflation which is unnecessary. We are a nation so rich in resources yeah. that we don't need oil from anywhere else. We don't need food from anywhere else. We don't need anything from anywhere else. Right. But he has caused this inflation in order to crash the dollar to pay back all the debt that he owes. Meanwhile, he's paying for hookers for his son. <laughs> I laugh, but it's really not funny. Yeah. It's disturbing as hell. Right. And, and CNN, Wolf Blitzer... He just wants to talk about how Donald Trump was trying to kill um, Secret Service agents well, in the beast. See, the, the, the media are so transparently working for one side, they don't even try to hide it anymore. And I, I think they underestimate how many people really know and are really you know turned off by it. If you, Again, if you look at their ratings, their ratings on all those networks and all those channels are in the toilet. Okay, that's not because conservatives are peeling off from their audience. Means their own audience is peeling off of their own right. audience. You know right. what I mean? Where'd they go? Well, they're turning off their own who they market to, obviously, uh, because I don't sit and watch MSNBC. You no, know? I never have. So obviously, the people who are not watching are people who would normally be watching. I wonder what they're doing now that they're not watching, like Rachel Maddow's show and all these others. I wonder what they're watching, or if nothing at all, maybe they turned it off completely. They're watching RuPaul contests. <laughs> they're, they're watching. You know, <laughs> <laughs> They're watching Walton's reruns on MeTV. No. <laughs> that group wouldn't be watching Walton's. Well, that's true. Uh, they wouldn't like They'd that. be watching the Drag Queen show. Well, the RuPaul thing You're makes right. a little bit more sense. So you took a spill, huh? I did. I fell <laughs> this morning. What the hell? Well, I just was going into the 7-Eleven. I had to uh, want to get something uh, before I left uh, this morning, the one down the road. And uh, it, I don't know if it's because my chanclas were were slippery. Or if there was an actual little bit of liquid on the floor and I came in. But, man, I took two steps into that 7-Eleven. I went down, Whoa. man. Whoa. Front or rear? Uh, front. Oh. Ooh. So, I, and, and my I would have face planted, but I got my hand out just in time to stop my face from going into the floor. You're okay. Yeah, a little creaky. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's every day. I, I, I don't bounce back as quickly as I used to. I hear that. So yeah. I may be feeling more like crap as the day goes on, but you know, I think it was just a, the case of the slippery chancla. Yeah. 
Yeah. From walking in out of the rainy streets. Well, you look fine. You look good. Thank you. Don't Thank look beat you. up I, I or bruised my, or anything I like that. I combed my beard for you this morning, Trey. <laughs> Thank you very much. So you know. Should have had your Crocs on. See, if I'd have been wearing my Crocs, I wouldn't have been a problem. Wouldn't have, wouldn't have fallen. See? Yeah. You know why? Because Crocs are cool. And they got traction. I'm making them cool again. <laughs> I'm an influencer. <laughs> Everywhere I go, young people compliment my Crocs. Oh, sure they do. They do. Oh, I believe you. They do. I they believe love you. Them. I, you know what? I'm a sketcher guy, and I love these. And you know why? Because like your like your Crocs, I just slip them on. Yeah. Because when you're getting dressed at midnight, the the yeah. fewer zippers, buttons, and, oh, yeah. and shoelaces you got to deal with, the better. I know all about it. You man. know what you I'm saying? Slide right into your stuff. You got to slide into it and be careful with the zipper. Careful with the zipper. Don't it, be zipping up nothing you don't want. Said at midnight, man. You because that's an owie. Like, oh, 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 oh. That'll wake you That'll wake you <laughs> That's better than a cup of coffee. Uh, <laughs> Bridgehead IT is your IT services company for your business. At Bridgehead IT, you get the most dependable IT services, and every business needs IT. In fact, all of business today rotates around IT. And if you don't have a great IT company that you know, you can be left out in the cold. There are times when you try to turn the computer on and nothing happens. There are times when the Wi-Fi goes down in the office. There is times when the uh, networking systems have trouble at the office. And Bridgehead IT can be accessed immediately 24-7. I went to their big, beautiful place over here off of Sunset. And they've got people that are staffed, ready to go at any time of the day or night to get your business up and running again. You'll be prepared for anything when you have the number for Bridgehead IT, their email. They'll even come to your office and become really a part of your staff working with you on a daily basis to improve the client experience and help make your company more money. Improve your bottom line with the real problem solvers when it comes to IT. That's Bridgehead IT, 210-477-7999. AccuWeather today, 96. Tomorrow, 94. Friday, 92. I'm going to see some sunshine in there. Maybe a shower, maybe on Friday, but really nothing like what we had yesterday. And a hot and dry 4th of July weekend. Right now, 69 at KTSA. Where and Rima. I know you like the Beatles. I love the Beatles. Yes, I know. I've always loved the Beatles. Yeah. Beep, beep. It's a great tune. It is a great song. Do you want to talk about the Clarence Thomas thing we were just doing? Well, yeah, we were, we were talking off air about how they're really going after him. He's not even the major opinion in this Roe v. Wade thing or any of these other decisions. He's, uh, you know, just an additional opinion. He agrees. But they hate it. They've always hated his guts. He's black conservative. black and he's conservative. They hate his stinking guts. You know, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, the actor uh, from Pulp Fiction. Samuel Jackson called him Uncle Clarence. Mm-hmm. You know, there's such thing. You want to talk about who the racist in the room is. The racist is the person who thinks your skin color should determine who you vote for. Isn't that right? How stinking! They hate his guts because he—he's not a liberal. He's not a Democrat. You know why else they hate him? Because he, he's happy. He's happy. They don't like it. D- liberal Democrats do not like happy people. They just don't. <laughs> well, they are because they're not happy. That's exactly right. You so, told me a great story about Sotomayor. Yeah. So you know he's—they're they're all just maligning him. Oh, yeah. All you turn on CNN or listen to ABC on our station, or whatever. They're maligning Clarence Thomas left and right. And so uh, Sotomayor, I got—I uncovered a video. Of her, and I don't know how long ago this was, might have been two days ago, might have been two years ago, but she's standing up and she's saying, Clarence Thomas is the nicest, happiest, most jovial guy that I have ever met in my life. Sotomayor, who you can't find anybody more opposite than, than him. And she said, you know, he's the only one of us who knows every name of every employee here at the Supreme Court, not just the justices, everybody, from the guy who operates the elevator to the people who helps us write the decision all the way up, you know, and their families and everything. Wow. She said he was the first one when my dad died, he was the first one to find me in Florida and send me flowers down there before any of these other people did, Clarence Thomas did. And she said he walks up and down the hallways here in the the, uh, Supreme Court, and he's happy. He's jovial. She said, here's this big beautiful black man walking around laughing <laughs> singing talking to people saying hey how are you that's a side of him you just don't see you know it's like you're not allowed to see it uh all the pictures of him he's got that dour look on his face so you would never really know that about him you know honestly unless you'd read about him or knew, you know studied him what you got 
What's next, as Clarence Thomas is signaling, mm -hmm. they would like to get rid of contraception. Mm -hmm. Do you understand, sir? No, because you don't that's have crazy. to use it. But that's crazy. They don't uh, have to use it. You better hope Clarence? that they don't come for you, Clarence, and say you should not be married to your wife oh. who oh. happens to be white. Oh. Do, you hear, do you hear how come mad on. they are? Get a grip on yourself, whoopee. But do you hear how mad they oh, are? Oh, they're seething. They're frothing. So it's like this. It's like he's all walking around. <laughs> he's Joey and happy and all that right. kind of stuff, right? And they're just, that just drives, that, that's got to be nails on a chalkboard to them. Right. He's they, a happy they, man. He's a happy dude. He's beloved even by liberals on the on the bench. You know, I've never heard anybody on the court say anything bad about him. Not once. Never. No matter who he's serving with. Nope. And they hate that. Whoopee. They're going to come for you there, Clarence. They're going to come for you. They're going to come after you and your wife because your wife's white. They're going to come after you. And he's like, ooh, ooh, he's going to come after himself? Uh, yeah, because interracial marriage is obviously the thing that has to go next. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that's it for me and my wife. We're right. done. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they said, you know, explicitly when Alito wrote it, explicitly nothing else, Alito and Kavanaugh yeah. co-wrote it, and they said explicitly nothing else is considered in this and no, nothing else will be right. will be considered in this. That doesn't matter. That's Don't... Don't muddy up this discussion with the facts. Right. <laughs> right. We're working on pure emotion here, man. All Clarence Thomas has alluded to, and he's right, are there are other decisions that have been made that have been ensconced as a right, but they're not, and right. they need to go back to the states, whatever they might be. That's Precisely. all he's said. Yeah. That's it. That's it. But no, so. it's the end of abortion in America. It's the end of women's rights. You know, we're just putting you back in the kitchen. It's the handmaid's tale. If I hear that one more time, I'm going to scream. He's a beautiful man. He's a apparently he is a beautiful man, Clarence Thomas, and so but long he's live black, Clarence he's Thomas, a conservative, and that's just that man, and happy and happy. <laughs> you ever notice that they do? They hate happy people, man. You know it because they're so freaking miserable all the time, and they want everybody else to be miserable. <laughs> hey, listen, I know you got stuff on your list. Let's take a break and we'll hit your list. Sure. But I also want to do the McManus thing at some point. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Because we were talking that. about that earlier. Drives me crazy, man. Yeah, this, I didn't know about this. So you, you which, which you told me. I mean, this is all from the the cam, the uniform cams yeah. and the car cams and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh. Well, then he outright lied. I don't like being lied to. Yep. Wow. All right. Quick break. Well, Warren Ryman continues on the other side. Look, uh, with gas prices the way they are, you've got to do everything you can to save fuel, and BG products can help you do that, okay? Now, I'm not going to sit here and make all these promises and all that kind of stuff. I want you to try it for yourself, okay? And if it doesn't work for you, well, then, okay, we'll just part friends. But I'm going to tell you right now, I've never had anybody say back to me, BG stuff doesn't work, Trey. Uh-uh, I didn't notice any difference. No. I've heard quite the opposite. I I started back uh, years ago putting it in the race car. I wanted better mileage, right, because fewer pit stops meant that we were going to have a better chance of winning a race. Also, I wanted livability. I wanted that engine to last for a long time. And when I started to use BG, we'd tear the engine apart and look at all the pieces and go, wow, it's beautiful. It's like it's brand spanking new in here, like we just didn't go 250 miles or whatever it was. So BG products can help prevent the wear and tear and the breakdowns and all that kind of stuff, which saves you money. But it also saves fuel. It's amazing what happens when you start using it because the lubricity, uh, fuel, less less friction means you have you, you lose you, or you use less fuel. It's that simple. And so BG can help with all that. You get it wherever you have your oil changed. Next time the guy changes your oil, just say, "Hey, do the BG service. Find a shop to do it for you at bgfindashop.com." Well, I just remember getting requests on a request line for this. Hey, could you put another one bites the dusta? By the what? The dusta. Could you put the another duster. one bites the dusta? Oh, bites the dusta. Dusta. Oh, I got it. Another one bites the dusta. Bites the dusta. What's on your list? What are you doing? An express lane at Chick fil A. I'm sorry? An express lane at Chick-fil-A. Well, that's awesome. Because you just can't get that Chick-fil-A <laughs> down your throat fast enough. <laughs> hey, Ron, uh, are you out there? <laughs> hey, Mr. Mayor, uh, express lane at the Jesus Food place. Yeah. <laughs> you can get in a hurry. Jesus Food. Well, they, you know, these things are, I'm just learning about these. My wife loves these apps. You know, uh -huh. For every freaking restaurant we eat at, which is about four, and the fast food places we hit, my mm -hmm. wife's got the little stinking app. Yep. Where you can order, yeah, and then like at Sonic, you show up, mm -hmm. 
It recognizes your phone, and yep. the dude brings your food out, and it's already paid. Nancy's been doing that for years, or they'll bring it to your house. Or they bring it to your house you now, just, too. She goes I on the phone. Chick-fil-A delivers, too. T- 20 yeah. minutes later, Chick-fil-A's on the porch. And so now they're they're testing in 60 different stores in Express Lane. Yeah. Where you do the same damn thing. You order your Jesus food on your phone. That's right. Sitting on your behind at home. And then you roll on out there, and you just roll on in. They hand you your food, and you roll on out. And how you do it is you, when you get in the lane, it's got the thing there, you know, that you normally talk into. But instead of talking into it, there's a QR code right. that appears. Yeah. And, and you hit the QR code with your phone, and boom, boom, boom. You're in and out of there, baby. You're rolling. But, you know, and this is my, where my wife and I have a, a disagreement. Because I like going through the drive through window to get my sweet teas every day. Because I like to interact with the human being that's working there. Unfortunately, it costs about four times as much for my tea when I go th- do it through the drive-through. Because you buy other stuff. No, I just it costs more if you buy on this app. Oh, okay. It makes it cheaper. Oh, okay. You get a discount I every time you use that. the app. Got it. But I like the social interaction because I don't get much. So you know, <laughs> the guy, my man behind the window there at the ch- at the, at the uh, Sonic is you know he, I, I consider him a friend. So are you the guy that's in front of me talking for a long yes. time? Is I. <laughs> I'm back there that's pounding the steering wheel. That's so why I was full. That's, hey. why, that's why I don't like. Uh, that's why I don't like uh, self. You know, where you have to check yourself out, and no. uh, you know, and you have to check yourself out. So the you're store. the guy <laughs> that has one item that goes through the checkout lane in Walmart instead of going to the self check. You make the guy. Right. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Like at the HEB, I want to talk well, to the pretty girl there at the register. And I got say, you. Hey, how's, wrong with your, that? how's your day going? Yeah. You having a good day? Well, it's good to have options. It's good to have options. Right. Well, the Sonic thing took me a, a little bit to learn because the other day I, she put the app on my phone because I'm spending like, you know, $30 at the Sonic every day. <laughs> good God. <laughs> what what you, how do you what? spend? Well, I know. Because if I go out and get a tea, I get something for everyone. Yeah. Right? Oh, so I get okay. four large drinks. Right. Which, well, if you're paying full price, will... That's your 30. It'll feel 30 yeah. bucks. That's your 30 right so there. So my wife got frustrated. I put this stinking app on my phone. Right. So I ordered my stuff, and then I sat there at the Sonic, mm-hmm. and I sat there, and I sat there for about twenty minutes until I realized they weren't bringing my stuff because I had, I had missed a step where you let them know you're there. Oh uh, yeah, you see, you have to tell them you're there. To so pick I it just up. sat there, but I sat there because I'm so passive in my real life. I sat there for like twenty minutes. Wow, for tea. I don't want to upset them, you know. <laughs> and finally, I'm texting my wife like, "Nothing's happening, man." Did you let them know you're there, Mr. John? Oh, no. Damn, baby. She thinks I'm having an affair. You know I mean? Right. She goes to, he goes to pick up tea, but he's yeah. down at the Motel 6. Right. Yeah. 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 He yeah. comes yeah. home with you know four large bottles. Four no. large we'll leave the tea. light on for Sean. It no, is my, my, all of his clothes in the front yard. No, my <laughs> dumbass sat there for 20 yeah. minutes waiting for a tea that never came. Boy, what happened like, to us? press the button or let them know you were there I, at all? I thought you just ordered and no, they magically yeah, no. know you're there. Well, they, they, how are they going to know you're there? Well, it's technology, man. <laughs> Why don't they know I'm there? Okay, that's my question. Right. I mean, Google knows you're there. The phone knows where the hell I am. Not right. 24 hours a day. That's true. The skinny kid at the Sonic doesn't know I'm yeah, there. Yeah, right. So the other day, we, we were going to have a Chick-fil-A brought, and she, yeah, it's two sandwiches, same meal. It's right. two number ones. Right. Sandwich and a drink, right? And fries. And waffle fries, Ron. <laughs> waffle fries, Ron. Waffle fries are Jesus food, Ron. That's right. Jesus food. So anyway. I'm in. And she says, that'll be, to have it delivered to the house, that'll be $35. God, man. I said, you talk about two breasts between two buns <laughs> and some fries delivered to my front door is going to be $35? And she said, yeah. And I what said, is this, no. Las Vegas? Come on. That's exactly right. <laughs> Maybe with exactly. two breasts behind, between two buns, yeah, it might be Vegas. Yeah. Delivered to your front door. Right. You that is that Vegas. Delivered in Vegas. Hello, Hunter. You got that number, Hunter? Two breasts between two. So anyway. It's going to follow me all day. That's $35, Sean. Well, you know. $35. These aren't cheap. <laughs> but, hey, it's, it's, convenience isn't right. always cheap, right? That's right. Yeah. So anyway. I wonder Hunter, Hunter has an app, too. Uh, uh, two breasts <laughs> between two buns. Preferably with a Russian accent. And, yeah. se- and send the bill to my dad. Send the bill right. to the, the old man. <laughs> the, the big guy. Oh, can I get a large Coke, too? <laughs> can you supersize that? Yeah, right. He just said, yeah, send up the Hunter. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the Hunter, the hunter special. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> he prefers Olga. You yeah. talk about a guy in, a, in the express lane. That's him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, he's in the express lane. <sighs> he's just passing them through real That's fast. Right. Man. His nose membrane. Yeah. Is... <sighs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Anyway. Well, what a fascinating show it's been so, so far. So far, so far. It is a holiday week, isn't it? <laughs> Tomorrow's my Friday. I mean, tomorrow's your. I'm working for Roll you on Friday. Friday. <sighs> the my ass is sleeping in thank Saturday, you. Sunday, and Monday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But uh, uh, you can tell the news because the news isn't all that. Because January 6th is one of the bigger stories today. Well, I do have the the McManus. Thing. I want to talk about that. I want to hear about that again because yeah. I didn't know about that. I can. I, you know what? Let me just tease a little bit right now, and then we'll come back tease and do the days. A little. Um, so when this thing happened in 2017, was December 23rd, um, they had a cop that found this truck over by Splashtown on IH-34. Right. Everybody knows where that was. And, uh, so he calls and, you know, blah, 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 we got illegal aliens in here and la, da, da, right? So the next thing he knows, highly unusual, but El Jefe shows up, the chief shows up. Right. And, you know, the chief don't go to the bathroom unless he's got his uniform on. I've you, never seen him without his uniform. He, he is so esprit de corps. That's funny. But, no, I, I haven't. No, it's true. Yeah. And I, I, I love that about him, right? Yeah. And at the time, we had a great relationship. You we, know? Did, we all did with yeah, him. Yeah. I, but I, I, we were really, he came to my son's funeral. Really, right. We were close. And um, so, anyway, he goes out there in his jeans and T-shirt. And so, the next thing you know, the 12 that were in this truck or hand it over to one of these organizations, I guess it's Raises, who then puts them on a plane, half of them on a plane, and the other half in a hotel, and boom, they're gone. So I asked the chief about that. I said, whoa, hang on, time out. First of all, do we know who they were? Do, are, were they terrorists? Were they drug runners? Do we know? Mm-hmm. No, we don't know anything about them. You know? Well, that's kind of what you're supposed to do when you run it through ICE and Homeland Security. Right. Did you contact <laughs> ICE? Did you go through the normal protocols? Because remember, the state has a non-sanctuary state policy. That you have to work with ICE. You have right, to right. work with Homeland Security. Yeah. You don't have an option in this, right? And so Chief said, no, they weren't interested. They weren't interested. That's what he said to you on the air. What he said to me, that they weren't interested, that ICE wasn't interested, Homeland Security wasn't interested. Interesting. Huh. I said, you know, this sounds really interesting to me. It sounds to me, let me just throw this at you. It sounds to me like you were enjoying your Christmas time off, right? And Scully calls. <laughs> and says, get over there and take charge of them and make sure that ICE doesn't get them. That's right. that's what I, in my mind, this is the scenario. Oh, no, 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 that, that, no, that would not happen. We, 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 I went and got them, and, you know, the police were like, the officers that on the ground were like, why is he coming out here on his holiday time? Right. That doesn't make any sense, you know. He's the chief. Right. We got this. We can handle it. So anyway, uh, come to find out, KSAT Defenders did a Freedom of Information request. Thank you, KSAT Defenders. Y'all did good on this one. So they uh, did a Freedom of Information, and he got the body cam from the cop. Here's the chief in his jeans and T-shirt, and he's on the phone to somebody, and I'm guessing this Ryan guy from Raisis, and he's saying, we're not bringing the feds in on this. We're not bringing ICE in on this. We're not, gonna, we're not doing this with the feds on, on the phone. Right. There at the scene. Right. So the next thing you know, the guy from Raisis shows up, this Ryan guy, and he goes around to the back of the cop car or the cop truck or van, wherever these 12 guys were, opens the back door, speaks to them in Spanish, says, don't worry about it. You guys are not going to be in trouble. He doesn't work with the federal authorities, meaning the chief <laughs> right, doesn't right. work with ICE. Or, so you're, you're going to be good to go. Don't sweat it. You're, you're, right, you're good. Right. So sure enough, those guys were questioned at cop headquarters, turned over to, I guess, Raisis, and that's how I guessed at the time. And is, that, half, is that part of Catholic Charities, or is that the same thing? Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's not part of Catholic <laughs> Charities, it, but it is one of these NGO organizations right, right. that helps settle these illegal aliens across the country. So anyway, you know, here he is, and, uh, and, and I, I, I basically, the scenario I laid out to him in 2017, 2018, when this story was hitting, right. is exactly the way it came about. But he he didn't tell me the truth. Wow. And uh, Ron, you know, Ron lied to me on several occasions. Promised that he wouldn't lie to me again. You know, he said I lied to you, and I promise I won't happen again. And he did it twice more. So three times you're out. The chief did too on this issue, on this this matter. I felt like he lied to me on this matter. Didn't wasn't truthful with me on right. this matter. And I don't appreciate that. So right. you know, we don't have much of a relationship anymore, and I, that breaks my heart. But the real issue here is, should the chief of police of a city like San Antonio not be doing what you're supposed to do when it comes to the state? And, by the way, the the AG filed against him and against the city, and the city settled a couple of months what, ago. $300,000. Yeah, wrote a check for $300,000 to make it go away. Ah, oh, man. So, essentially... 
uh, we are a sanctuary city. You bet we are. That's it, what... it, whether we're, we're we're not supposed to be legally, <laughs> right? But in essence, we are. If that's how these folks are treated, which is why truckloads of people are constantly going through San Antonio. Well, there you go. And that's that's what I said to him at the t- at the time. Right. I said San Antonio, and I said it to Ron too back when we used to have our conversations. San Antonio, uh, whether we call ourselves that or not, it's how we act. It's right. not what you call yourself. Well, no, we don't call ourselves a sanctuary city. No, it doesn't matter what you call yourself. It's what you're doing. Because word gets around. People know. Get to San Antonio, man. Nothing's going to happen. Make it to the crossroads. You start making it through these small towns, maybe uh, you'll get snagged. But if you make it to San Antonio, you're fine. You got it. And it's just one roll up the interstate. And if the police catch you, the chief is going to come out himself. In his jammies. and like <laughs> Going to set you free. <laughs> Well, you know, and as I told so the chief, in other words, when the, when Ron was saying the other night, this is just this benign human tragedy. Bull crap. We shouldn't be asking why this bull happens. Crap. We should just be loving. It's total bull crap. You're 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 inviting them to come here. That's right. You're inviting them to do this. You're enticing them. Absolutely. And so, and, and and that's exactly what I had said to the to the chief at the time. I said, Hey, look, this is this is sanctuary city stuff. No. Nope. No, it's really not. I don't know how, how you is, say how that. How is it not? How, how do you say that? When the, the chief law enforcement officer for the community says, you're free to go. Right, right. And, yeah. and and the other thing I brought up, and then we'll just wrap it up, but the other thing I brought up with him at the time was, how many of these guys might be terrorists? Well, I don't know. We don't know. How many might be bad guys, just in general? We don't know. We there don't you know. go. So, anyway, uh, good, good job, KSAT, for getting the uh, the footage on that. And, uh <sighs> What a, what a deal. Primo Processing uh, not only can process your meat for you, but when you're looking at buying meat, they sell great meats from Primo Processing. I'm talking about the finest prime meats that you're going to find anywhere. Without having to wait in the grocery store, without having to fight the crowds at the grocery store, without having to go through all that rigmarole, you can just get in touch with our friends over at Primo Processing. They'll send it right to your front door. Now, one of the things that I love, 4th of July is just around the corner, and Primo Processing will send you out the 4th of July box that includes the brisket, bacon, cheeseburgers, the chopsticks, and all that stuff for 4th of July that you can entertain with and make sure everybody's full, right? And, uh, and, and by the way, the, the shipping is going to be free. Uh, all you got to do is log on to primo-processing.com. You'll see all their menu of selections that are available for you there. Great chow delivered greatly to your front door, and you don't pay for shipping when you buy it through primo-processing.com, that's primo-processing.com. Who can you... It is. Huh? Anybody? Well, it's <laughs> June 29th. It ain't Friday yet. <laughs> it's National Not Friday Day. That's no, what it is? No, I just made that one up. <laughs> that's a good one. Well, I don't know how interesting the days are today. Uh, it's camera day, so... Uh, Bill? Take some pictures. It's camera on camera. all the cops. On all the cops. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Bill. Hey, hey, Chief. It's camera day. <laughs> In more ways than one. That's right. bad. Yeah. It's hug holiday, so be hugging on each other. Oh, Just good. Go In fact, go hug people who don't like being hugged. That's how you handle hug day. See, I people love... People who have a space bubble, you know what I mean? Just go and wrap your arms around them and give them a big old body hug. I'm a hugger. Yeah, I am, too. I love it. I love mm. hugging on Nothing people. Nothing like it. I do. I hug on... We, we, we both are, mm-hmm. are hugging people. Mm-hmm. It's Waffle Iron Day. Hey. That's thrilling. What do you do with a Waffle Iron Day? I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be loving on a Waffle Iron because <laughs> something bad could happen. <laughs> I'm smelling <laughs> burning flesh. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want something looking like Venus schnitzel. That's terrible. Anyway, what else? Oh, this is really boring. It's really boring today. It's, uh, it's National Tennis Week. Because I, boy, holy crap, I love watching tennis. What does that mean? Oh, is that right? Isn't tennis fascinating? <sighs> Have you ever played tennis? Do you, nope. like, do you like tennis? I, I, I tried a couple of times, and it's not, not a game for me. It's not my racket. <laughs> That's right. A little more finesse than what I've got. But um, uh, I, I, I'm not into tennis. Back when Gabrielle Sabatini was playing, I never missed one of her matches. Oh, really? Loved watching her play. Right. I just don't watch it. To me, it's just people hitting the ball over a net with little stringy rackets. Who was the other one? Anna Karnikova? She was the other one, right? Yeah. She was was the blonde, right? Right. With the Russian accent? Mm -hmm. She party. Yep. There's something about that Russian accent. I like Russian accents. Yep. Yep. There's just something nice about Russian accents. Never got into Billie Jean King, though. <laughs> Never got into her. Well, nobody, well I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. 
A little too early in the morning. I was going to say, right. it's not 8 o'clock yet. <laughs> no, no, she, she, yeah. <laughs> Back to the Russian accent. See, my job is to open the door and let him just run through it. Yeah, but some days Barrel I'm through. like, I could run through that door and not have a job. So, you, know, <laughs> you can say anything once. That's right. <laughs> once. Hey, Sean, you remember your last show? <laughs> it was your last show. <laughs> I think of every day as being my last. But show. that's my that's job. Right. I open the door. He goes barreling through it. But it just depends. Sometimes he had even a pause. I, even, even I'm like, no. <laughs> the line's hanging there in the air. I think everybody heard it in their minds. Why risk it all for me to vote? Exactly it? right. Back in a minute, more where I'm coming up. KTSA. If it takes a little while, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. Uh, listen. What? Open your eyes. Okay. Okay, and look at the day. Okay, okay you gotta look at the day. Look at the <laughs> and listen, you'll see things in a different way. Okay, is that somebody doing an imitation um, of her? Listen, what? Full stop. Don't stop thinking about oh. tomorrow. Okay, honey. Oh, okay. I knew I'd right. Oh. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. No, it's just some chick on TikTok. I heard that on Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins yesterday. Oh, did you really? It's a video that he brought, Robbins brought in of this woman who does this spot-on imitation of her. Because I couldn't tell if it was her, yeah. you know. Cameler. But she's actually doing the lyrics to the Fleetwood Mac Don't Mac stop believing, yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Because it sounds just like her. And she's a TikTok phenom, whoever this chick is. Right. She's a big star now on TikTok because of this, right? Good so on her, everybody man. You know, I, you never know what's going to go big on, on social media. You know I haven't been doing social media lately, right? Right, right. But yesterday I got sucked in, and I got in an argument with LBJ's grandson, who's a great guy, by the way. Right. I've known him for, since the early 1990s, maybe late 80s. You know, He's a great guy, great right. guy. But he's on one of my friend's feeds, and he's talking about, you know, the founders, founders this and the founders that. And the founders wanted a big centralized government. The, the founders hell they wanted. Did. <laughs> <laughs> Where did I, get that? That's what I said to him, right? And the founders wanted uh, more control, and, and and he said this states rights rights uh, nonsense was settled in the Civil War. You remember the Civil War where the <laughs> states rights nonsense was? And and and, and, and I guess I really pissed him off because I said um, no. The founders the opposite. The founders wanted. The power to be closest to the people, which meant in the states, right. right? States representatives and all that. Strong states government, very small and very weak federal government in D.C. is right. what the founders wanted. But that was changed over the years by Wilson, FDR, LBJ. I was talking to his grandson. <laughs> right, right, right. Obama and other administrations who wanted to amass power in D.C. They want a massive, yeah. massive government centralized in yes. D.C., which they actually kind of have. That's right. And I said that's the Marxist idea. Right. The ideal is Marx of a big centralized government, which controls commerce and business through onerous regulations right. and controls the, the lives of the people through burdensome taxation. And the blood of our forefathers testifies against that nonsense to use your term right right. he's really mad at me now i'm in a lot of trouble now i like him i I like him a lot he's a good guy he's a real good guy he's upset with you but yeah well his grandfather did more to accumulate power in dc with the great society and all the welfare programs and those welfare programs locked people into a cycle of poverty that they haven't been able to get out of it's also uh when they felt they had the black vote you know pretty much locked down forever which is why they're freaking out now which is why they hate guys like clarence thomas that's right so i violated my own principle because i don't do politics on there but I, I i couldn't let that go by right when he starts talking about states rights nonsense was settled by the civil war so, uh, uh no we gotta have a discussion here boy we're gonna learn I, history i really because i the only i and i everybody knows this at this point hopefully i got some new friends on facebook but i obviously post the stories that i want to talk about on my wall so the next morning i have them right you know i do most of the reading the night before and then as soon as it's the show's over i delete that stuff and i i used to get into it with people into uh, political debates, and I don't, man. Yeah. It, it's it's a pointless venture. Well, it it really is my, it, it is a rule that I have, and I violated my rule yesterday. Right. Because I just, you know, when I see that, I can't let that go by, you know? Right. Because that's that's what we hinge on. That's well, where we much. are as a people. But that's the, the, that's the, 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 if there's any kind of separator 
between conservatives and liberals in America. It's that one. It's the role of government. Yeah. Because pretty much their entire agenda spirals outward from that notion. That's correct. Of a bigger centralized government. And they want to accumulate more power. Yeah. And they're about it, you know, every day is accumulating more power. The other thing that I put up yesterday, and this was just a throwaway thing. I was at home. I was relaxing. And you know, my son was a great guitar player. I mean, phenomenal guitar player. And uh, he patterned a lot of what he did after Stevie Ray Vaughan. Right. You know, Stevie was his hero. So I just posted yesterday, no one ever played or sounded better than SRV. That's all I put Right, up. right. It took off. All these comments about absolutely right, you know, Stevie was the best and all that. To me, that's, you can't argue with that. Go, go argue with somebody else, as our friend Rudy J would say. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> go like, argue with somebody go else, Go argue man. with somebody else, man. You ain't going to argue with me about that one. <laughs> well, yeah, it's pretty hard to find anybody who's going to post anything against that, you know. Mm. I don't know what the hell I posted yesterday. I've just got to where I just try to post as much stupid crap as possible <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> Do just you? stupid crap. Just <laughs> stupid. The dumbest crap I can find is what I post. Well, and I haven't really done anything at all. I mean, it's, right. my my page has been lame and just laying there. And I put that. You saw it, right? Well, I, ta- I did I tag you in the SRV thing? I guess I did yesterday. If, it, if it's music, I kind of tagged on in it. So, yeah. Right. My favorite was the comment from someone who said he just copied Hendrix. Oh. And I'm like, well, everybody did. <laughs> <laughs> if you play rock and roll guitar. Who didn't? Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I posted about the dolphin thing yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're not going to get into that on this no. show. <laughs> but we would, talked about that. Would you like to see my dolphin train? It's <laughs> <laughs> a new pickup line. Yeah. You want to see my dolphin, baby? Hey, who no, wants I, to see my dolphin? Who I, wants to see my dolphin? I, I really have no desire to see your flipper. Oh God! All right, but I got a couple too after the surgery. <laughs> um, I got a new one after falling on the floor at Seven Eleven today. Hey, congratulations! I got three flippers now. Yeah, there you go. Um, oh, also the Crocs thing. Okay, the Crocs thing has been a big deal on my on my on my uh, on my page. Right. Because I love Crocs. I'm not wearing them today because I couldn't find them. I suspect my wife has done something to them because she hates Crocs. But you know, Crocs are becoming cool again. Crocs are becoming no, cool. No, yes, not they again. are. Not, yes, they've they never are. been cool. They are becoming cool again, and it's no. l- largely because of me. Because Trey, I'm an influencer. Well, and young people love Crocs. Uh-huh. Young people, do. Crocs, Crocs are there because you're lazy, and that's Perhaps, it. That's the only yeah. reason but they exist. Is that not a good reason to? It's a damn good reason, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Shoes, man. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, absolutely. It, to me, it's like either you're you're too young to tie your own shoes. Yeah. You're too old to bend over to tie your own shoes. Too you're fat just, to bend you, over. You're just too lazy. Too fat to I'm bend over. I'm a little over. bit all three. Oh, there you go. <laughs> John, I just Comfort exactly. trumps right. everything. I told you I'm the same way with my Skechers. Right. Because at midnight. The fewer zippers and shoes, shoelaces you have to deal with, the better off everybody's going to be. Well, yeah, because you don't want to zip something up by accident. Anyway, so... <laughs> and that's where I say, it's a man speaking from experience. Jim. Right over there. Oh, every man's had that experience. <laughs> do you Unless think, you're pre-zipper. <laughs> w- w- women never go through that, do they? Uh, They've never had a problem with that. Huh? Depends back on in, who you ask. Back if, in the day. If they do, they got bigger problems. <laughs> back, back in the day, women had to zipper on the side. Remember that on the hip? Right. Y'all don't remember that, do you? Yeah. That's a, a long, long time, ago. time ago. Zipper was on the zipper hip. On the hip. Yeah. If, the hip zipper. If, if you're afraid of that type of thing, you just stick with those Levi's button fly trousers. You know, That's what I always wear. <laughs> well, and I thought you, don't you wear uh, warm-up pants a lot for the same reasons? You slip them on? I wear stretchy pants quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. In fact, uh, the uh, sports star was doing a remote in my neighborhood <laughs> the other day. And, oh, you, you and I happened to be by oh, the 7-Eleven. So you went in there? And I was wearing my, my pajama bottoms. Well, that's all right. <laughs> and I just roll his, hey, guys. Yeah. I know, like, oh, <laughs> hey, it's Rima. Yeah. Hey. I'm, I'm literally wearing my jammy pants because I wear them to the HEB. He's I, on his way to the airport. I don't care. <laughs> I, mean, it, I live. Hi, guys. I'm on my way to the airport. Hey, just left the synagogue. Yeah, that's right. I, 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 I rarely venture out of my neighborhood there on New Gilbo Road. I got a Walmart. I got an H-E-B. Yep. I got a 7-Eleven. I got a, I got a Shorshis. You know, so I don't really leave the neighborhood much. And so I am known for bouncing around my neighborhood in whatever the hell I'm wearing. Cla- classy guy. I remember when he first, <laughs> when he first got here, we went to see a, a client together, and I get dressed. Right. I, you know, when I go I see a client, too, I get... <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, I almost said a bad word. Hold on. We show up. 
and he's got you got jeans on that look right. like they had like maybe you wore them in Austin a few times and and <laughs> flip flops. Yeah, <laughs> you see this doctor. I, what was that? Oh, that's right. It was that doctor first oh, one we right, ever did together. Right, and I'm wearing flip flops. Yeah. yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> he used to have a pair of he had a pair of uh, of Vans when I first met you. I did. And then he left them outside and they got rained. Oh, they did. They got and destroyed. he hasn't bought a new pair of shoes since. Well, no. That was 9 years ago. I hate to stop this cuz it's really truly fascinating. <laughs> But we have to take a break. We, we have to pay for your Crocs. Somebody's got them. They ain't cheap. Back after this. Uh, safe showers. You know, if you ever thought about remodeling your bathroom, but you changed your mind when they showed you the estimate, nah, don't worry about it. Call my friends, Chris and Joan, over at Safe Showers and let them show you how this little change, and it really is a little change, by putting in a brand-new, beautiful, safe walk-in shower. And, of course, all the options are available to you, like the stone-style wall panels, the glass doors, designer fixtures, grab bars, and all that kind of stuff is available. This small change is going to make your bathroom feel and look brand new for a whole lot less than a total bathroom remodeling project. This is not a cheap overlay system. They take it all the way down to the studs. They put in a brand new safe shower. And you can save a lot right now. Safe showers, bath makeover events going on. Get half-off installation on a new walk-in shower or bathtub. And ask about interest-free financing, too. Senior, military, first responders discounts available all the time at Safe Showers. Get a free in-home design consultation by calling 210-655-1111 at Safe Showers. 96 today, 94 tomorrow, 92 on Friday. Slight chance that there could be a little bit of rain coming through the area here and there. Nothing like yesterday, though. A hot and dry 4th of July weekend and back to triple digits next week. 71 now, KTSA. Good morning. Aaron Rima. Exhibit A, Your Honor, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Nobody ever did it any better. Right, right. All right, uh, 822, Warren Rima, KTSA, January 6th, uh, their thing yesterday. And they, uh, of course, now they're going to take a break. They throw this thing out there and give it to Tapper and to Blitzer and Donder and Cupid. <laughs> I'm already seeing the stupid memes, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, there's a yeah. meme going around now because apparently she said he also threw his lunch against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And he's upset about something. Yeah. And so now people are passing around this meme where it says, lock him up, written and catch him Right, up. right. Har, 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 so, har, har, So let's har. talk about a couple of facts and talk about how, in my view, she perjured herself yesterday. I'm talking about 25-year-old low-level staffer that nobody knows, right. Cassidy Hutchinson. Cassidy Hutchinson. So she takes the oath in front of this fake committee. Well, yeah. That's only one side. The other side doesn't get to question witnesses or anything else. Right. And she says that this guy, Tony Ornato, told her that um, when they left after the January 6th speech, Trump wanted to be taken to the Capitol because he's going to lead the charge in the Capitol. And the Secret Service said, sir, it's not secure. We can't go. So this is according to her. He uh, reaches over, like he's riding in the passenger seat, reaches over and grabs the steering wheel. And when the Secret Service agent by the name of Bobby Engel, right. who's driving the car. And he's the chief. He's the big Secret guy. Service. On, on, at least that day, he was the guy in charge. Right? Kahuna. Yeah, yeah. The Kahuna. <clears throat> He's got POTUS. Right. And uh, so when when Engel said, no, you can't have the steering wheel, sir, Trump punches him in the shoulder. Oh, God. Right in the clavicle. Come on. Okay. Well, let's just talk about a couple things on that. First of all, a uh, year and a half later, you're just now hearing this after no, all they did. That would have been one of the first things you'd have known about. Hello. Like Come over on. and over again. ABC would have replayed it over and over again oh, on yeah. our overnight news. And then uh, if you've ever looked at the car, it's called the Beast. It's really big. It's fortified. You can't fire a missile through it. Right. That's the point of this car. The president, POTUS, <laughs> since way back in the back in this little cocoon thing, there's a point that, you know, that's why they put him in that seat. Right. It's like a capsule. Right. He's safe. He's locked in. You know, he's got. He's surrounded. He can't get to the steering wheel. You can, you can Google it. Look at and it. And see a picture of it. Right. It's not Any like moron can look at that picture and say, well, there's no way he could have It's not like you and I this. running over to 7-Eleven, you can reach over and grab a steering wheel no, on my hand. No. It's not like that. 
It'd be like me putting you in the trunk. <laughs> and somehow you fight your way to the front. Right, through the trunk. But they th- I guess they think we're that stupid. You know? They do think we're that stupid. Well, there are plenty of people they that are. That are uh, case in point. There you go. Ketchup meme. So then, uh, right. So then immediately, Bobby Engel, who was driving the car that day, he immediately comes out and says, well, that's BS, and I'll go under oath and tell anybody who wants to hear it. Right. I'll go to the it committee right now. Yeah. And then Tony Ornato, the Secret Service official, who supposedly told her this, he also said, that's a line of BS. I never told her this story. Right. She's fantasizing. She's making this up. And I'll go under oath and, and right. tell whoever, you know. So these guys are willing to go under oath and say, she's she's lying. It's perjury. You she's know perjured I say, herself. You know. If she's under oath, it doesn't matter if it's a, a, you know, a farce, which it is. Right. If you take the oath, you still take the oath, man. Right. You're still bound by law, right, to tell right. the truth. Yeah. And and the whole thing, the whole January 6th thing is a farce. And here's why I say that. This is just a couple of reasons. This does not include them all. Trump offered 20,000 National Guardsmen troops three days prior. Right. And Nancy Pelosi and the chief of the Capitol Police turned it down. Nope. Right. Nope. Trump said, no, I think you probably want to have some people there. Nope, 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 nope. He organized a transition team to transition from his administration to the Biden administration. Right, right. He pointed ahead to that team. He also got on the phone and ordered the Pentagon to start working with the Biden people on the transition because right. they got to get them up to speed on what's going on in the world right. and the wars and all that stuff. Because big claim is he was holding on to power. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that just these three things debunks January 6th that he was trying to overthrow the government and trash democracy and didn't want to relinquish power to Biden. Then why would you go through all of this? You wouldn't because it's all bull crap. And people aren't watching, man. People are not paying attention to this. They're not. Because it's it, it, I think if you if you have two brain cells to rub together, you know it's a farce. Absolutely, you just know it. Yes, but the, but the true believers, the stupid, the morons, they're they're lapping it up. And you know what? They're not watching either. Right. They're just being told what to put in their stupid memes. You there know, you go. They have no idea what the truth of it is. Do you think whoever posted that ketchup meme yesterday watched one minute of no, this? I absolutely have. not. I've been watching. You it. have. You've been I saw this on the team there yeah. watching that every day. But it's true. And as far as the food throwing thing, I doubt that's true as well. Yeah. But so what if he did? Even if he did, it's was that would lock him up for that? Let me tell you, right, right. Uh, impeach him for that. Lock him up for that. Uh, how many presidents have thrown stuff in that White House? Well, I'm sure a lot a more frustration. You yeah. bet. You I've thrown a couple of Big Macs. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and you know the presidents have. Yeah. You know, they have done but, all I mean, kinds of things. They act like that's the worst thing in the world. And it's like, right. so what? Yeah. Even if it's true, I don't think, it, personally, I don't think it's true. Because I don't believe it. She kind of uh, invalidates herself, right? Yeah. But even if it were, who cares? Yeah, she said she came down the hall and took a towel and started wiping the ketchup off the wall. Well, you got all kinds of servants in the White House to do that. Sorry to use that word, but that's exactly right. what they are. Right. Who are there to serve and do that kind of thing. Yeah, she's full of crap. So, man. yeah, no, I just, I don't believe her. She's pretty, but she's full of crap. Well, that sort of was, we did a trial earlier this month. Her name was Amber Heard. It was just well, like that. You want pretty chicks. Look, it's not some zit-ridden, you know, dude. It's a pretty chick, man. They bring a pretty chick out to say this stuff, and then people say, oh, she's a pretty chick, so she must be telling the truth. Right. <laughs> Just, here's my the, deep analysis. The of only this difference thing, is she didn't leave. A, she didn't leave a gift in Trump's she bed. We're quite yeah, pooping his bed there. <laughs> Back in a minute. Okay, <laughs> tell you about it. Amogee Bank and the great folks at Amogee will take care of your family. They are your family bank at Amogee, and they can do this in any number of ways. If it's your private family business, Amogee is there to take care of your family with, well, you know, your bank accounts that you need, and your credit cards, and the other cards, and all that kind of stuff that you need to have for your family. Family. But really, when it comes to family-run business, there's nobody better. There's no bank that's going to treat you better that knows more about family-run businesses. I know I've been around family-run businesses literally all of my life, and I know the unique um, challenges, opportunities, and 
excellent rewards that come from being involved in a family-run business. And your friends over at Amogee Bank, they know that too. This is their area of specialization. They really do. They really are good at this. Uh, they'll sit down. They'll come up with plans and strategies for your family-run business. Then they can fund whatever you need funded to take care of your family and take it to the next level and make sure that your family-run business is a success all the, all the way through and through. They have more than 80 branch locations around. They're certified by the government. They're ready to take care of you and serve your family. Your family bank, that's Amogee. Amogene, member FDIC, equal housing. Are you a Kevin Fowler fan? No, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> might be. If you saw him once at Green Hall, you would be. Uh, this is in the hit right now. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah you'd like him. Yeah. You'd like him. He's a good guy. So what you got? Uh, well, just you know, Alejandro Mayorkas saying that these evil cartels. Excuse you. <laughs> did you just say Alejandro Mayorkas on the air? I did. You just said that? Did I? Don, you'd probably need to beep that out. You're not, you're not allowed to say that on the air. Uh, see, his name sounds like a cuss word <laughs> it really in Spanish. <laughs> but he, he, our Homeland Security director is saying, oh, it's just all these evil cartel guys. Wow, if they would just stop being such meanie heads and putting people in semi-trucks, then we wouldn't have this problem. Yeah, no, you're right. Sure. It's not, it has no, he has no responsibility in this whatsoever. It's he just to, those awful, evil cartel guys. He ought to be impeached and go to jail. Well, I agree with that. <laughs> Absolutely. I think they all should. But, you know, yeah. here, here's the dealio, uh, Alejandro. Okay. If you did, if the, God bless if, you. If the cartels <laughs> didn't think they could make money doing it, they wouldn't do it. 100%. They, they do wouldn't it. do it. That's right. You didn't see this kind of thing happening for at least four years. You know, that's why I said that Joe Biden is part of the human smuggling problem. He is. Because he's inviting it. And the cartels depend, not only the cartels, but the coyotes and whoever else. They depend on these. He's a recruiter for them. Well, he is. Because <laughs> they're making crap loads of money. Okay, Bed Bath & Beyond is cutting their hours. The cartel guys are living large, man. They're hiring more people every day. Bed Bath & Beyond turning the AC off. Right. In June and July. But the cartel guys are making hand over fist, man. And the biggest recruiter is Joe Biden. Yeah, they got they, free reign. Yeah, that's right. Free reign. And he's got the you know the blanks to sit there and say it's, oh, these evil cartel guys. They're just doing what cartels do. Sure. If Here, they think there's a money stream, they jump on it. Well, here's what you have. You have, they depend on what they need to do their business, to right, operate right. their business. They have to have a porous border. Who put the porous border in, in effect? Joe Biden. Okay. The other thing they have to have is invitation. In other words, they have to have clients, and the yeah. clients have to be enticed to come do business with them. Right. Joe Biden entices them every day when he says, hey, come on, baby, come on. He said it during the campaign. Free come health on. care. Yeah. yeah. Schooling for your kids. Yep. Come on. Come you on. know, health insurance, we'll give you a phone, we'll give you cash. We'll give you a, fr a free plane ride anywhere in the U.S. Free plane ride wherever you want to go. Wherever you want to go. Just get here. That's right. And so uh, they it's not a mystery to me. Like I told you yesterday, it did not surprise me to wake up and found, find that, that 46, now 51, were dead in the back of a truck. And they're covered in steak sauce so that they, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds horrible, doesn't it? Yeah. Covered in, put them, they did, you know, I want to be very careful and not blame them for this, but, I mean, they put themselves in that position as well. Sure. And allowed somebody to cover them with steak sauce so they could get here to the United States. And, and the point behind that is to so the dogs can't sniff them out. Right. It's sickening. It's absolutely sick. You have a, you have a guy, I believe, mentally ill running, running the operation. Well, and, and, you know, it's the people behind him that Sickness. are really running the show. Right. And, you know, I don't know how they could sit there and say, didn't Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre say that the border's fine? It's closed. It's closed. At what point? We have record amounts of fentanyl coming across that border as well. Record amounts. Just since Joe Biden's been in power. Right. Three million encounters God. at the border. Three million, man. Encounters. Right. Sean, that doesn't include the getaways. That's right. Because there's at least that many... That are getaways that get away from our guys. We got trucks rolling into this town every single day uh, that make their journey successfully. So, Kareen, tell me how, with three million encounters and at least that many that got away, how's that a closed border? No, they're just they're just lying. They have no. They again, their their support base, uh, at least in their assumption, is just so stupid. They just accept whatever. Look, and I, I've said this before too. Now they're going to have to wake up to this themselves because it's showing up on their doorstep. But, you know, I'm from that part of the world on the eastern seaboard and a lot of these uh, suburbs of D.C. 
they honestly don't think it's a bad thing. They don't think this immigration thing, you give them all amnesty, let them come here, they're dreamers. They buy into that crap. That was the point of Greg Abbott sending them to D.C. and dropping them off at the Capitol because people in the Capitol didn't believe it was an issue. And he said, here, take a look at the issue. I'll show you the issue in living color. Uh, they're finding that out in, in hyper-liberal Colorado. 317,000 new illegal aliens now live in Colorado. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> if you were an illegal alien coming to the United States and they have dope. <laughs> <laughs> free weed. We're, we're not free, but, uh, you know, Where legal. are you going to go? They're <laughs> filling up in Maryland, too, for the same reason, illegal weed in Maryland. I mean, you know, if you gotta, if you got to have a supplier, you know, and, and bring it to you or well, whatever. It, so. it's, it's, it's just for them to, to either try to put it out there that the border's fine and uh, also to just isolate themselves from any blame or criticism regarding this truck. Nonsense. It's nauseating. It is on them. It, it re- Absolutely it what is. What Joe Biden created and this administration created from Alejandro Mayorkas all the way down, they are the cause of what happened here a couple of days ago. Absolutely Their policies. they are. And, and then, you know what? They know they are. Of course they do. Of course. And they, but they, see, as I said earlier, it's collateral damage. It doesn't matter to them. They're, they're doing two things. They're importing voters. And number two, they're super serving that far left base that's all behind the Green New Deal right. and all behind solar panels and everything. They're super serving those folks while the rest of us, and, and of course 51 people coming into the country, are suffering. Absolutely. At their hands. Yeah, yeah. They don't care. They don't care. The, so. me, mean, the ends justify the means. So... But if that, we can stay in power because of this, then you know what? That's fifty-one votes we lost, and that's oh, well. always been their thing, right? Yeah, that's it, who they. It, I mean, it, I if you're a, and I say this all if you're a Democrat and you see all this going on, how do you feel about that? I mean, is there you know, are you just going to jump on the defense wagon or you know? Yes, I hear them all the time, and yeah. I read them all the time. You see the memes all the time. The ends justify the means as long as they can hold on to power. Right. That's all that matters to them. If we can hold on to power, you know what? It doesn't matter how many people die. I guess, it, I guess not. I told you about my online conversation with LBJ's grandson yesterday and talking about how you know he wants a big centralized government and that our founding fathers wanted a big centralized government in Washington, D.C. and <laughs> all that crap. Did, man. <laughs> but that's what these people believe. <laughs> right, right. And he's an educated guy, and right. I like him a lot. He's a very well-educated guy, but has it completely bass-ackwards when it comes to what the Founding Fathers wanted. Look, I've met, all, I've met all kinds of people with college degrees, multiple college degrees, PhDs, and they believe the exact same crap, heart and soul. Well, and I don't support liberal arts education anymore because, and I used to, but I don't anymore because I've seen with my own eyes many people that go into that system believing that America is what we know America to be. Right. Shining city on the hill. People come here, they risk their lives, they die in trucks to get in here because of what a wonderful place it is. But when they come out of a liberal arts uh, college, they hate this country. They are taught to hate it. I, I think if there's a, a glimmer of hope, it's that a lot of people get out of college and they have certain opinions set until they have to actually start making a living and paying taxes and they start you know, taking on responsibilities. A lot of those folks, and I was one of them actually, even though I didn't graduate, I had other things going on. But, uh, you know, I got out into the real world, and suddenly I started waking up from a lot of that crap. Right. Well, a lot of them don't. A lot of them become true believers for life. You they know? do. And, uh, and they're just kind of stuck there. Well, you and I both know uh, professors in many of these liberal arts uh, institutions, and they are far-left, progressive, Marxist, yeah. communist, and that's what they're teaching. And they all believe that America is the problem with everything, the colonialism of America, the imperialism of America, and all these things. That's the root of all evil across the globe, and we all should suffer, and we're all a bunch of white supremacists, and blah, blah, blah. And they teach them that for four years. Well, and, and it's easy to understand why, because your average college professor has never been in the private sector. They've spent their entire adult lives on campus. So it's kind of a self-generating cycle, right? They're teaching the next generation of professors who themselves never leave campus, and they repeat this crap, and it just becomes ingrained, you know, uh, in the way they uh, interact with the students, and the students want to be cool like their professors. Yeah, like you said. they, they take it on. Like you said, when you got out of college, you know, uh, you grew up because you had to start taking responsibility. Right. These are the guys, these are the hippies, the ponytail, gray ponytail-wearing hippies from the <laughs> 60s. They never grew up. Well, they never did. They, they never, never had to face responsibility. They never intellectually evolved. Nope. You know, because a true intellectual takes in additional information, and sometimes you change your opinion of something. You know what they did? They put the blinders That's on it. and locked themselves down. 
and yeah. said, I'm not going to allow any other information to come in. They never evolved beyond the age of 19. No. Intellectually. That's right. And and the tie-dyes are getting a little boring. Uh, yeah, and the gray ponytail. It's a little <laughs> frazzled these days, fellas. <laughs> Bald up here, gray ponytail back there. Right. <laughs> Looks like a clip-on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> Lifestyles Unlimited is your real estate mentor and education group to teach you how you can retire in five years or less. And, yes, it's possible you could do that. If you're looking at it now and saying, Man, I'm ne- especially looking at the 401k. I'm never going to be able to retire. I thought I had a whoop. Man, look what they're doing to the stock market in my 401k now. Why are you messing with that? Why don't you get with Lifestyles Unlimited, start investing in real estate? Real estate's always going to be here because people are always going to need a place to live. And at Lifestyles Unlimited, this group that was begun by Dell Walmsley and now has fantastic people in there, they have over 30 years of experience. They've been through it all. They've seen it all. They've done it all when it comes to investing in, in real estate. And they know how to get her done. So you're going to learn step-by-step how to successfully invest in both single-family and multifamily properties. Just go to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Your promo code is WARE, W-A-R-E. Special discounts. Great time will be had by all. That's FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. Yeah, I do. I got me a date planned today. You got a date planned? I do. I got a date. Hot date. With your wife? Maybe. With your wife? (laughs) Who the hell else would you have a date with? (laughs) Well, I do have granddaughters. I occasionally go out on dates with my granddaughters. That has happened before. I've been known to do that. Right, right. So it's date day, date day with uh, with you and Nancy. In fact, yeah, we have to do it during the daylight (laughs) with all the blue hairs down at the IHOP. (laughs) Oh, rock on, man. Well, you know, because I go to sleep at, you know, 3 o'clock. Is that when you go to sleep 3 in the afternoon? No, no, no. When do you honestly go to sleep? Between 7 and 8. Between 7 and 8. Okay. Yeah, but go, then you get up at like 11. Yeah. Yes, I, you're right. I got up at 11 o'clock last night. Good Lord, and, man. Uh, got, well, we had the storms. Right. And uh, so it knocked Spectrum off. So I didn't have Spectrum at home. Right. Because I get up and I'll do a little prep at home before I come in here and finish up. Right. And so I couldn't do the prep at home, so I knew I had to get my butt out of bed and get up here. Right. So that was at right. 11 wow. last night. And uh, so... Yeah, yeah. One of the granddaughters graduated from high school. Oh, wow. This year. Oh, great. And so we're going to take her to lunch on Saturday for her graduation dinner, lunch, right. whatever kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm doing the family thing. Got to do some of that this week. Thank you for doing Friday, by oh, the sure. way. I, really I will not that. be getting up at 11 o'clock. Um, <laughs> I'll roll in here about 4.30. Why don't you take Monday off as, as, a, as a compensation? Oh, thank you, take- man. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, th- throw in Tuesday? I'm so, uh, huh? <laughs> yeah, can you Sure. Toss in Tuesday. Well, we're off Monday because it's you know July Fourth holiday. Dang right. And uh, even though Chris is on the other side of the country, I guarantee I'm going to get a text from him Monday morning. Where are you? Weren't you at work? Weren't you at work? He used to do that to you all the time oh, on holidays, God, all the time. It, Christmas morning, he'd be like, "Hey, where are you? Hey, how come you're not here?" Uh, <laughs> but no, I'll take Monday off. Thank you very much. And I think you're taking it off as well, and so is Don, Don, and both Dons and Double D, Double D's. Yeah. Right, we're all off on Monday. That's right. And uh, my only plan is to sleep my ass in, man. Yeah, well, I like sleeping you. in. One, Elaine has to work. Elaine, right. Elaine, you have to work. That's sorry. right. Sorry, Elaine. That's just the way things roll. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sleep in, too. I'll, I'll, I promise that I will not get up before 3 a.m. I don't know how you do it, man. <laughs> I'm nut. I'm crazy. I don't know. Because you, you, you even get up early on, on when you don't have to. Right. And, in fact, when we go on vacation, there's a resort in Mexico that we, she and I like to go to a right. lot. We go to this place a lot. So I know the people who work there because the same people have been working there for 20 years. Right. And they call me Batman because I'm up in the middle of the night drinking coffee. <laughs> Here comes Batman, 3 a.m. I'm drinking coffee. Uh, it's true. Wow. Man. I am drinking coffee. There's a tequila sunrise well, with it. But... Tequila sunrise with it. You better if you're on vacation. I want a cup of coffee with a side of... Yes, anyway. There you go. Have a good show. Thank you. We'll see you in the morning. Thanks, Don. Thanks, Don. Thanks, Elaine. Love you, San Antonio. Bye.